Today on this episode of the Happy Clients Podcast, I'm going to speak with Christina Lonkowski, who owns her own agency, Publicity by Christina. She knows everything on how to leverage your publicity for your agency and make sure you are hitting the mark. So let's dive in and chat more with Christina. Welcome to the Happy Clients Podcast, brought to you by Dot and Company. Whether you're a virtual assistant, an agency owner, or a client-facing account manager, we all deal with clients. Lucky for you, client management is what we do best. Now, let's dig in, chat cam life, and have some fun along the way. Cheers to happy clients. Welcome to the Happy Finds podcast, Christina. I am excited to chat with you today and learn everything about what you're doing, how you're helping agency owners, but heavy on that publicity and um, sort of PR front for agencies, which is really, really cool. Christina's here to talk everything um, publicity, like I said, but Christina, why don't you kind of fill us in on your background, how you got here and um, how you kind of got into this space? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm super excited to be here talking to your audience today. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a fellow agency owner myself. And so I absolutely know the agency life and kind of what comes around that I was actually listening to one of your podcast episodes earlier around the boundary setting, which was super interesting because as agency owners, we just need that. So I'm super excited to to be here today. So what got me here um, really to this point is I've worked for agencies for over 15, 16 years. Um, so I've been in the PR marketing world for a really long time, basically since I was out of school and after traveling for a while. Um, <laughs> and so what I've done is all the traditional PR. And I always kind of like to talk about what that means really briefly when I'm on podcasts, because I think a lot of people misunderstand what PR is or what publicity is. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to marketing, there are three pillars, owned, earned, and paid. So paid is shock. And that's what I know you guys, um, you know, deal with a lot is ads, right? So Facebook mm -hmm. ads or any kind of ads, or maybe a paid influencer campaign, anything like that. Owned are the channels that you have control over, right? Your website, your podcast, um, you know, your social media, all that type of good stuff. And then earned is what we focus on publicity. And that is where you are on a third party's platform and no money has been exchanged, right? So this is not a paid for thing. This is not something that um, we're ever exchanging money to get anybody on a podcast or anything like that. There are podcasts that do it. We don't work with those shows because that is an ad at that point. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it's really important for people to understand that's what publicity is. I think a lot of people have like, a very skewed view of what it is. And I totally get it. It's just not something that we really talk about a whole lot. Um, and so I always like to kind of give that little explanation. So to go back to that, I worked in the traditional PR world, publicity world for a long time. So I did radio, TV, print, all that type of good stuff. And when I came across podcasts many years back, I completely niched down into them three years ago because mm -hmm. I believe in them the most um, of any type of publicity to really speak to your audience, get them connected to you and um, get them buying from you. Totally, totally. And I think, um, you know, we have spoken to this before, even getting that podcast started or like getting the, sure. the kind of gull worked up and, and getting there. But I think previous to even getting on the podcast, getting the publicity, I want to know, Christina, why it's sort of flagged as this sort of 
dirty word or this thing, you know, like no press is good press or whatever they say, right? Like, why are we saying that publicity is so negative? Yeah, I don't think it's no, I think they think all press is good press, right? And right. So that's, yeah, I said that's, that wrong. yeah, that's kind of where people are is they're like, well, if my name gets in the paper, even if it's something really horrible, like at least people are thinking of me, you know, and I think that really why it has such a, a, a dirty connotation or kind of people don't like it is they've heard for so long just about like PR spin doctors, right? So people mm -hmm. that take something really negative and they try to turn it into something positive or they try to turn it into something mm -hmm. that maybe doesn't seem as bad. And I think that mm -hmm. that's kind of a big thing for people is to them, it feels inauthentic, right? right. So they're like, yeah. this doesn't feel authentic to me. Therefore it feels dirty to me. Right. And what I like to tell people is like, I totally get that, but that's not really what publicity is that's mm -hmm. like a certain part of publicity there's a lot of crisis management that goes into publicity i don't deal with that you'll notice i built a whole agency that does not deal with that i don't want to deal with that but that is something that some people have to do in the publicity mm -hmm. world um and so i think that people in a lot of times feel it's very inauthentic but in actuality it's one of the most authentic and absolutely one of the most right. trusted forms of marketing because people like to hear direct from the source. You know, there's all sorts of stats out there that like, mm -hmm. you know, people, and I know it's well over 50%, 60% want to hear the people that they're buying from on podcasts. So they want to yeah. know their story. They want to connect with them. They consider an authentic experience, you know? And um, so that's the power of publicity. It should be leveraged in that way for you to really yeah. be telling your authentic story for you to be getting out there and connecting with your ideal customers. Yeah. And I think that's exactly the word I would have used, Christina, the properly leveraged publicity tool podcast is kind of the, the winner here, the golden exactly. nugget, if you will. Yeah. So, and I think we live in this world where like everything is everywhere. We're seeing everything. So mm -hmm. you can kind of get lost in that for sure. So Absolutely. now that we know publicity can be leveraged to, um, you're right, sort of hear from the source. People want to kind of know your value. They want to listen to, you know, make sure you have the right stuff. So yeah. now that we know publicity can be leveraged, why is the podcast such a great choice? I mean, I know why, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the reason why guesting on podcasts um, is such a great choice for, you know, kind of leveraging this publicity is mm -hmm. because people want to know you. Um, we talked about it there, but like, you know, I always say to people, I'm like, look, I said at the beginning, I've been in the traditional PR world for a long time. There's great stuff about like getting a quote in a magazine or things like that. Like it's absolutely a great credibility marker, right? Mm -hmm. You're able to then put on your website, Hey, mm -hmm. I've been, exactly. you know, uh, I've been featured in X, Y, Z. Right. But when it comes to people going to you and buying from you, they need to know more. It's not like someone's going to read a quote in a magazine typically, and then go and like, look that person up, find out more information about them, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's a really important distinction when our clients are on podcasts or when I'm on a podcast and someone books a discovery call on the back end of that, I know that they're 90% of the way there. They mm -hmm. already feel like they really know me. Like mm -hmm. Basically that no like, and trust factor has been mm -hmm. upped dramatically. And that because of that, they don't need to be yeah. funneled. They don't need to be nurtured. Right. They don't need to be any of these things. They're just like, girl, how do I work with you? Right? right. And at that point, it's us trying to find out what makes the most sense for them. And so I think that that's really where podcast publicity is so important is it's just 
really, really people feeling like they have a connection to you. They know you and they ultimately, when people purchase from us, it's a trust thing, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot Mm -hmm. of that trust is built by hearing you and your actual voice. Yeah. And if we think about digital marketing and agency owners kind of even starting out, like that trust is so important. And uh, yeah. we're living in this world now where everything's kind of on video calls and, right. you know, not that physical sort of interaction. Yeah. So that trust is even more important at this point. So yeah. especially know- when we have high value services, like high dollar services, exactly. people, you know, people really, really want to know or feel like they can trust you, right? When someone Mm -hmm. invests a lot of money in your business, they want to have that good feeling Mm -hmm. about you, right? And so being on a podcast helps them to get there. They feel like, okay, I really do get the, the general vibe of this person. Yeah. 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 And the trust builds for sure. And I think as that kind of gets bigger and bigger, the publicity might get a little bit, you know, kind of a snowball effect, right? We're getting Mm -hmm. there, we're getting there. But what's the secret behind, you know, sort of starting out, maybe small agencies wanting to sort of gain that snowball. They just have a little snowball right now. How do they kind of get that momentum and hit it out of the park? Yeah, I think what you, one of the words you just said is is really important and that's momentum. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Publicity and particularly podcast publicity is a long-term game. So for our clients, like we work with them for a year. So, and what I like to say to them is like, look, the first six months, you're not going to see a lot of movement in your business. Like we're going to be pitching. You're going to be doing your interviews, starting to do interviews. We recommend two interviews a month. So that's the general schedule that we keep our clients on. And you know, that's all going to happen, but it's not until month nine, 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. that you're, re- and all these podcasts start airing that you're really going to start to see the traction in your business. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's a little bit of being consistent with the knowledge that you're not going to see results right away. We live in such a society right. where we want that instant gratification. We want right. that instant that difference has- in our business. <laughs> But that ain't how this works. And that typically isn't how publicity works in general. This is something yeah. that's like the long term in your business. Um, and so I think that, that that's just something for people to, to be aware of, but know that like you have to be doing it consistently. So yeah. even if you're small, uh, consistently pitching yourself, consistently guesting mm-hmm. is what's going to help grow your business. You know, I said how two a month is what we recommended for our clients to work with us for a year. We guarantee you 24 bookings for them, right? So- mm-hmm. A lot of people might hear me and think, oh, two times a month, that's actually not a, like, that doesn't seem like enough, Mm -hmm. you know, this or that girl, if you're on the right podcast, trust Mm -hmm. me, your business is going to look different a year from now than it did Mm -hmm. 24 podcasts ago. And not Mm -hmm. only are you going to be way more visible, you are going to be so clear on your messaging. You are going to be so clear on the things that people like to hear from you about. You are going to be so clear on all these different things. Now we have clients, of course, that hire us to pitch on their behalf, but a small agency owner, you can be doing it. You like, this is stuff that you can do yourself. People hire us because they don't have the time. Right. Mm -hmm. But this is something that you can absolutely like, you don't need to have a publicist to be doing that work. So welcome back to our podcast brought to you by the cam community. Are you struggling to effectively manage your client services team? The cam community has the solution. So our monthly membership offers a seven module training program, templates, and most importantly, a community of experienced account managers to support your team. Say goodbye to stress and frustration and hello to a successful client management team. 
Enroll now using the link in the description or visit dotandcompany.co forward slash CAM community and take control of your agency's growth. We'll see you in the CAM community. And I know for us at Dot and Company too, it kind of goes um, a long way internally too. You now have those videos that can be an ad. You have yep. those social media posts. Love you that you said that. Huge, mm-hmm. You have a YouTube channel that's robust. So that is sort of driving Dot's marketing as well. It's been such a great resource for us. Of course, a lot of our days, this relationship building, the trust, all those things that we spoke about. But then um, having these conversations about the business and business growth and development and all that stuff, it does sort of lend to other platforms as well, which is really helpful. I love that you said that because I think a lot of people don't look at podcast guesting or having their own podcast even as evergreen content. And Mm -hmm. I think that they're really sleeping on opportunities there again with our clients, like this bothered me so much that we now do it for them at the end of the time. Like we take (laughs) some of the podcasts they're on and we create a whole bunch of content because Mm -hmm. that you have to be putting that stuff out there over and over and over again. And the thing is, every time you do that, you're also resharing it with the host, right? Tagging the host, doing all these things. Mm -hmm. And that's going to keep you top of mind for a lot of different people. So I love that you said that because Mm -hmm. it's not just the like, okay, I guest on pod, I do the podcast, I do the interview, I hit end on Zoom and then like never to be thought of again, right? Even as a guest, you should be using that content over and over and over again. I think people get very wary about like, well, it's not my podcast. If it's published, it's all, it's good. You're good to go. Mm -hmm. Like people will be like, do hosts get mad? I'm like, does a host get mad that you're like resharing the interview again? Like (laughs) they absolutely do not get mad. In fact, they're very happy that you are doing that again. So even as a guest, and even I, I would even argue, especially as a guest, you should be using that content over, 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 over again. Mm-hmm. And I think when we just like a little food for thought, a little pro tip here as we kind of get into it, there has been a time we were just starting out and we're like, oh my God, how do we even start a podcast? How do we do this? But then Taylor and I, I mean, we were lucky to have each other that sort of um, two person really works quite well for us. But then, you know, then it, I feel like I've been saying snowball a lot, but then the momentum's <laughs> growing. And um, now we have these sort of really great tools to share with new hires. We have these really mm-hmm. great excerpts to share with um, potential agencies that want to work with us. So the layers yeah. keep coming. So yep. um, I that. don't think that's what we sort of understood Um getting into it in this capacity that it's like, oh yeah. And then there's that, like, you just kind of find all these pockets. We're like, oh, we have a yeah. podcast for that. Oh, yeah. we have a podcast for that. Like, yeah. why don't you watch this? It's a great sort of um, just fallback, but also like the front runner a lot of the time too. So fallback front runner. Yeah. Love that. Love yeah. that. And awesome for nurturing, uh, cl- <laughs> you know, cold leads too. Um, Mm -hmm. like in my nurture sequence for people that come in, like through our quiz that includes podcasts, ones that I've been a guest on. And then I used to have my own Mm -hmm. podcast as well. So like one of those episodes too. So also knowing that they can be used in, in that aspect as well. So bringing it back to sort of that long-term gain, we see Mm -hmm. that there are so many benefits and although kind of, I don't know if intimidating is the right word, but you know, who wants to listen to me? What do I have? But like, that just goes with the business, right? Like you are promoting yourself. This is what sort of your 
new business, your new endeavor is all about. So I go and tell the world. Once we pulled that plug, it really became quite easy. We're like, yes, go for it. And then of course, Taylor calls me head of talking, but you know, we really do sort of have these conversations. And I like what you said too, Christina, is that it like reminds us of like how awesome this model, this business client account management really is. And I think that's mm -hmm. something for agency owners to to really tap into too, especially when they're new, right? Like, oh yeah, this is a really great offer. This yeah. is a really great service. I love so, that you brought up the mindset there because I just have one thing to say on that. A yeah. lot of people freak themselves out before they even will start yeah. pitching themselves or this and that. Like, I guarantee to you, there's people listening to this right now. They're like, ha -ha, nope. Like, yeah. you know, they're like, they're like thinking about it. They're like, there's no way I'm going to go guess on other people's podcasts yeah. or whatever. Like, that's too scary for me. Like, you know, this or that. And the thing that I want to say, and I want you to think about truly is what do you think is the worst that can happen? Yeah. What do you really think is the worst that's gonna worst thing that's gonna happen by you being a guest? People will be like, well, I'm gonna flub over my words. First of all, let me tell you, I flub my words all <laughs> the dang time when I am on podcast. It's fine. Secondly, let's say, you know, the other thing people say is like, what if I say something wrong? What if I say something I really didn't want to say? Okay, well, the other thing to that is most of these aren't live. Okay. I would say 95% of the podcasts that me right. and my clients are working on are not done live. So yeah. let's say I'm talking here and I really mess up. Like I say something and I'm just like, that did not come out the way that I wanted it to go. You know, could you just ask me that question again? And they will yeah. edit it out. You guys, like none of these podcast hosts are out to get you. Okay. Like 100%. these are all people that are trying to create good content for their audience as well. Okay. So mm -hmm. don't be scared of that. But the thing that I truly, truly believe, and I believe this with like every fiber of my being is the worst thing that can happen is you not putting yourself out there because your business will not grow if you do not get yourself in front mm -hmm. of new audiences and mm -hmm. being a guest on podcasts or other parts of publicity, mm -hmm. that is how a huge way to do that. 100%. And that's a great point too, because when, although it hasn't happened yet, but you never know, Christina, I might get there. I'm all the time. Um, we have a lovely person who edits these for us. So I'm always yeah. like, Hey, cut, cut that out. Like, that's, yeah. let me yep. try that again. I'm yep. doing the like action thing. Yeah. So um, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She's, she's speaking my language. She's like, Oh yeah, Katie didn't mean to say that. Or if you edit them yourself, you're like, Ooh, take that out. So it shouldn't be intimidating. Think like you are the owner of this business. You're the expert of the service. You yep. will know everything. So that's that's why you're an entrepreneur. And that's why you have the, the agency that's it. that you might have. That's exactly. it. And I believe in a vision. As an agency owner myself, I have a visionary KPI. And my visionary KPI is to be in front of a new audience once a week. And that doesn't have to be a podcast interview. That could be even a one-to-one -one strategic lunch, or that could be, you know, doing something locally, mm -hmm. that could be whatever, but talking about the message of my business. And as an agency owner, that is an amazing KPI for you to have in your mind of like, mm -hmm. I've got to be getting out in front of new audiences, like once a week on average, mm -hmm. right? And I think that podcast interviews can be a really great way for agency owners to fulfill mm -hmm. a lot of that. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think this lends well to the next question I want to ask you, Christina, yeah. is... Um, I know I love when the proof is in the pudding and when you kind of have those really great examples. So like, when has this worked well for a client? Did you have a client that kind of, you know, started this podcast journey and exploded? Like, what are some case stories that yeah, actually absolutely. We have, have been successful? We have the best clients. We have amazing clients. <laughs> I I love the people that we work with and I love to see their businesses succeed. And I have a couple examples. You know, one is we have a client, Liz Wilcox, who's an email 
marketing expert. Like, and she's also a huge 90s pop like fanatic as well. So she really combines like those two things and is a really, really great guest because of that. And we started to work together, I believe in early 2021, like January, 2021. Mm -hmm. And, you know, almost two years that she's worked with us, she has been able to completely retire her one-on-one services to only sell her digital product. She has a $9 a month email marketing membership that is awesome. If anyone's listening, it is fantastic, but (laughs) she has this service and she has over 2000 members in this membership. And Mm -hmm. the only way that she's built it is through guesting on podcasts, speaking at events and referrals. So Mm -hmm. she has not put a dime into ads. She has not done other kinds of marketing that she's not interested in doing. This is all from publicity. This is all from getting out in front of new audiences, Mm -hmm. getting visible. And I think for her, the secret sauce for her is the fact that she has this low dollar offer that people can Mm -hmm. buy into, right? Really quickly. They listen to her on a podcast and they're like, I like her. I'm going to go sign up for her thing. And then she's like, Hey, I got this marketing membership. It's $9 a month. You can cancel anytime, um, Mm -hmm. whatever. And then she just over delivers in the membership, right? Like everybody's like, why would I not like have this membership? Right. Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side of that, because I want to also talk about a high dollar client, like a client that has a really high value, but also, Mm -hmm. you know, high dollar program. Right. And so one of our clients, Mary Adkins runs like a book. Uh, She teaches people how to write and sell like fiction novels, right? Like sell them to a Mm -hmm. publisher, right? So this is a five figure plus investment for uh, people that are coming in to to work with her. And so for her, she used to spend all her money and all her time in Facebook ads. So that was what she did for, you know, a couple of years. And that Mm -hmm. was how she filled her author program. And then she got locked out of her advertising Um, and she, Mm -hmm. you know, was doing it all herself. And she really hated it. She really did not like it. It was not something she enjoyed. And so when she got locked out, she kind of was like, I'm going to see what else is out there. And she started working with us, right? And so she started working with us, guesting on podcasts. um, And I was just talking to her. She just renewed for another year. And I was talking to her and I was like, what all has this done? And she's like, you don't even understand. Like, I like my marketing again. Like, she's like, I did not enjoy what I was doing. And now I really love that I get to go have conversations with these awesome hosts. She's like, Mm -hmm. we have people that are coming in, they buy. She's like, honestly, it's not really a difference in who's buying. There's a lot less leads that come in. And I want to be clear on that. Like, you guys need to understand, Mm -hmm. like, if you put out an ad, like the numbers are going to be there, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're funneling them into your ideal customer. When Mm -hmm. someone hears you on a podcast, you may not get as many leads, but Mm -hmm. that like numbers wise, but the people that come in are ready to buy. They don't need to be um, nurtured, really. They don't need to be this or that. They're like, how do I buy from you? And Mm -hmm. so for her, she's getting similar amounts of applications as she was when she was doing ads. Mm -hmm. And for her, they're really qualified people that are really, really wanting to work with her. So that's another example of a client that's just had a really, really great kind of experience doing this where she was not really into her marketing before. That's amazing. I can see that how that's kind of transpired, right? You kind of do yep. these things because this is what you're supposed People to, say do. to do. Exactly, yeah. exactly, and, exactly. And yeah. then when you're kind of pivoting to something you love to do, it just translates so differently, right? So yep. that yep. makes a lot of sense. And there's podcasts that are better than others, you know, not every day you want to kind of talk to everybody about all the things and kind of go, go, go. But 
when you kind of have those really great experiences, it is pretty fun for sure. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely fun. And you know, the thing I just stress with people is like, be strategic, be strategic about the shows you're getting on the audiences that you're getting in front of, make sure that it's who you need to be getting in front of for your business. I was just in an event last week and I was talking to someone, this happens regularly. And they'll be like, you know, I was a guest on a podcast and like, it just really didn't like right. do anything for me. And I'm like, well, first of all, you were on one podcast, just yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know what you were expecting yeah. there to really happen because truly <laughs> publicity is like ice. That's the way that I describe it a lot. Like, you know, ice freezes at 32 degrees for us here in the States, zero degrees <laughs> Celsius for everyone else in the world. Um, and before that happens, all this stuff's happening under the surface that we don't see. Right. And then boom, it freezes. And that's a mm -hmm. lot of how I look at publicity. You're going to get on all these different places. You're going to show up over and over and over again in front of your ideal customer. And then boom, you are going to become the one in their mind that they think of when they think about what it is that you do. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that is truly how publicity works and what it's like. So when someone says something like that to me, the first thing I say is you can't just go on one and expect yeah. that to move the needle in your business. This is something you got to yeah. be doing regularly. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other thing I ask is, did you pitch or did someone just ask you to be on their show? Right. And a lot right. of times if they are only on like one show or they've been on a couple shows, it's because someone asked them to be on their show. And mm -hmm. I want to be very clear that there's nothing wrong with going on a show because someone asked you to be on it. Like, oh. that's great. But mm -hmm. is that your ideal audience? When someone yeah. asks you to be on a show, you cannot expect it to move the needle if that's not your ideal audience. Yeah. Again, you can still go on the show. You can have fun. You can talk with your friend. You can have mm -hmm. a grand old time. You can get content from it. You can go on mm -hmm. and you can make some snippets from it. You can do these types of mm -hmm. things, but you have to be strategic about who you're getting in front of. Mm -hmm. And if you really expect it to yeah. move the needle in your business, it can't just be like someone asked me to be on it. So I was on it and then it didn't do anything. Therefore, ipso facto, being a guest on podcast doesn't yeah. work that isn't going to work mm -hmm. because there isn't the strategy behind it. Right. And I really, really agree with that. Um, sometimes it's about energy too. Like, Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yes. Fam, we come in with some energy. So, you know, we really want that. <laughs> I like match. that about you. I like it about you. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just like on the same level sometimes too. So I think we've kind of established that, you know, um, publicity can be super positive. There's a lot of great ways to get publicity, podcast being a main one. Do you ever see agency owners sort of needing an in-house or even a fractional, if that's it, if you tell me, I don't even know if that's the thing, fractional publicists, but when does an agency really need that sort of dedicated person to, you know, publicity? Yeah. I mean, we essentially are fractional publicists, right? Like, yeah. I mean, as an agency, uh, that's what we're doing for our mm -hmm. clients, right? We're stepping in and we have our goals and we have our mm -hmm. things that we're doing. Um, in-house, you know, as well is certainly an option too. Um, and really when it's time for that is when you don't have the time, mm -hmm. um, doing the work that we do takes a lot of time and really it's in the research and the writing of the pitches. Okay. Like that's totally. where the time comes into play. Um, you know, and so I think that um, a lot of times people underestimate the time. And mm -hmm. so they will, you know, kind of be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I should, I'll, I should pitch myself to podcasts. You know, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds good. Like, mm -hmm. I'll, like I'll spend a couple hours, cool, 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 cool. you know, whatever. <laughs> and then A, it keeps getting pushed to the back burner because they're taking care of client stuff, because they're taking care of team stuff, because they're doing yep. like, y'all, I'm an agency owner too. And I have a publicist that pitches me. Like one of our publicists pitches me. So mm -hmm. like, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that that is a huge part is when you just realize like, oh, this takes way more time than I might've mm-hmm. been anticipating, right? And so I think that that's an important time for people to realize that. Another time is when you're mm-hmm. ready to leap. I think that a lot of mm-hmm. agencies are built off of the good work that you do, right? And so mm-hmm. you do this good work, you kind of naturally build an agency, right? And then you're getting referrals and that's kind of how you build up, you build up, you build Mm -hmm. up. But at a certain time, those referrals are going to go a little, you're not going to be getting as many as you Mm -hmm. were. And not because you're not doing amazing work, not because your work has changed or anything like that. It's just that most of the people you know have already referred people to you, right? Mm -hmm. At that point, you're going to realize, shoot, I'm not having Mm -hmm. the discovery calls or the this and that that Mm -hmm. I need to be doing. So Mm -hmm. how can I get more visible? And that's, right. that's a lot of times where I see people come and start talking to me is they're at the point in their agency where they've grown a successful agency. Mm-hmm. They're really happy with how their agency is running and mm-hmm. they just want to bring on more clients. They want to be able to service mm-hmm. more people, have more leads, et cetera. But they know, okay, I've been able to kind of be behind the scenes a little bit for the past couple of years while I built this agency. Mm-hmm. And now I need to get out front and tell our story and talk about what we do. When you were kind of the, the first point, it's like, you don't have time. Well, let's call a spade a spade. Nobody has time for anything, whether it's yeah. family, work, like time is, you know, there's no good time. So that's one thing. But I think also, and I'm glad you brought this up, Christine, that it's seeing the value in it, right? Like it does mm-hmm. sort of propel the business and mm-hmm. brings you really strategic and really sort of well-qualified people into your business which is totally cool. So I think those are kind of the two secrets, right? You got to want to do it. You got to have those perfect pitches. Yeah. Um, but you also have to know that this is a valuable part of your business. This will help you grow. This will continue, you know, getting the word out there that your service is awesome, that yeah. you have a really great team. And that's something too, Christina, I was thinking about it as we were speaking here. So I'm, I'm glad I said it again, but um we'll often kind of tap into our internal team too. And just like a quick little mini episode or something, or like, what do you think about this? And I love that too, to really sort of bring value, like sure, Taylor and Katie know um, about client account management, but Mm -hmm. what about the internal team that's going to be working with? Yeah, I love it. I'm all about working smarter, not harder. I get it. I get it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So we'll even do that sometimes too, just Mm -hmm. like more of the awareness piece and, and that value piece. So I think there's a lot of different layers of publicity. I think podcast is a great sort of vehicle for success. And Christina, I think you've made some really, really awesome points today. Is there anything that we missed today? Anything else you want to add? Um, I think that for, again, for people that are just kind of feeling nervous about it, you know, that mm-hmm. are kind of feeling a little hesitant, just remember that the attitude that I always am going into my podcast guest uh, experiences with is, service over self-promotion. Okay. You, yeah. You're talking about what you can bring value to other people. It's not just talking about what a badass you are, right? Like, right. so don't get nervous about that because that's not what podcast hosts are looking for either. They're not looking for you mm-hmm. to just talk about everything you do, right? And everything, mm-hmm. you know, this or that, it's like, what is the value to their listeners? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. go to it with that attitude when you pitch mm-hmm. and when you are a guest, and that is mm-hmm. going to help you be much, much more successful. Yeah. And that's actually piggybacking on that, Christina. We do always tell all of, and, you know, we, but do with this information as you want, but, you know, we do like to keep it casual. It's a conversation. That's how, you know, it's not formal. It's not stuffy. Those are the sort of real conversations that are organic and authentic. And that certainly 
bring in an audience of the same caliber. So those are awesome, awesome tips. Christina, your agency is growing, it's thriving. Where can we find more information? Yes. If you're interested in learning more about our agency, you can head to podcastpublicityquiz.com. And that's a really good spot that can direct you to what might make the most sense for you. Um, we have a couple different offers. We have like a DIY course. We have a VIP day if you want to train a team member up on how to pitch on your behalf. And then we also have where we just take over all the pitching. And one thing we do that's really cool at our agency is we actually guarantee the bookings for our clients. So meaning cool. that when clients work with us for a year, we guarantee they're going to get on 24 shows um, that are full cool. of their ideal customer. So um, that's something that's just super important to me. So that quiz can kind of direct you exactly what might make the most sense uh, for you in, in your business. Amazing. And I'll link it below for sure. But Christina, this has been so valuable, really great chatting today. I've learned even a lot. And I was telling Christina before we started, I come from this PR space, but um, it was a bit before podcasts kind of blew up. So <laughs> hey, I started in the PR space long before podcasting, so I get it. I was still sending out press releases over facts. Yes. Like, yes, it was a totally different world uh, at one point. Exactly. Yes. So it's good to get a refresher for sure. Christina, yeah. thank you so <laughs> thank much. You. I'll link everything below, but this has been a great discussion. Cheers to happy clients.